Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, that guy back, Coffee McGee, Coffee McDrink, Coffee McYes. John Wayne is here. That's right. I'm John Wayne. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. I'm welcoming myself back to the show. Holy shit. I know it's been uh, a couple of weeks here, guys, maybe three weeks even, um, but I, I, I very much apologize for the delay. I am here. I'm back, though. I'm in the Neon Palace of Sin, of course, downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, where I reside. I am back. I've been on the road, oh, I don't know, constantly for about three months straight, um, but that's how I do it. You guys know that. And that's why you love it. But I'm back here now, I've got a nice good cup of coffee. Oh, it's so good. And of course, of course, of course, I'm smoking my weed. I've got my old nice uh, bubbler back that I got here from Anna and Mike Rankin. Shouts out, guys. Thank you so much. I've been using that. Uh, you know, I, I rotate through my pipes sometimes, like we all do. We get different ones, different little bongies, bongers, bingers, bangers, uh, shazas, soup soups. Um, you know, Husker do's, Husker don'ts, we get them all, but I'm smoking out of my little bubbler here today. And of course I'm, I'm smoking, uh, I'm smoking some, uh, Skywalker OG that I got here and very nice. Let's, let's give it a try. Shall we? Oh yeah, that's the good stuff. Ah, nothing like being able to get that nice, good, legal rec weed, walk down the street, <coughs> like I'm getting a cup of coffee. Mm, I love it. And I also love my cup of coffee that I'm drinking right here. Mm. So anyway, welcome to the show, guys. I am so sorry. As you as you know or may not know, if you're new to the show, this show comes out every Monday without fail. Uh, but I can't say that anymore because I failed. Um, I, I, you know, we've skipped a few weeks here. Um, since New Jersey, but it's been, uh, you know, I apologize. I'm not making excuses. I, I just been blowing and going. You guys know I'm on the road constantly. Sometimes it's harder. It's, it's become harder to, to, to do these on the road because my schedule is, is very packed now. So it's like kind of like get done, go, get done, go. It's, it's very much move, 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 which is great. But I have to, you know, better do this some time here so I can get my podcasts right. But but rest assured, all of my scheduling is back on track and I will not miss another podcast. I shan't miss another podcast. I won't. I will not miss another podcast. But here I am back. Just so you know, like it was that, it was the travel. And guys, I've been sick. I don't get sick, right? I just don't. Um, but this is kind of like, you know, myself and, and, and Scarlett, who's been on the road with me as well, uh, you know, couldn't do without her. Also, we both got sick. Now, I've been sick probably since Nashville, um, but I kept kind of, I, I kept kind of fighting it off. And it's one of those things where uh, it's not COVID, you know, don't worry. Uh, it, it's like it, there's exha- exhaustion that comes into it and you just deplete yourself so much that you know, what starts as a simple sinus infection or some allergies because, you know, we're, the weather's changing, we're getting a lot of the pollen going on, just turns into full-blown, like, uh, you know, a, co- a cold or whatever, just put me down, you know, coughing, head, you know, runny nose, all that kind of stuff. And I just wasn't stopping. It was like, every time I'd get a little, feel a little better, I was like, well, we got to do this. Oh, we're going to this show. Oh, I got this to do. And I just really ran myself into the ground hardcore. So, I'm back. I took, you'll be so proud of me. I took all day yesterday, an entire day, an entire day where all I did, of course, I mean, I wrote, I did that, but I did not, didn't exert myself in any way. I I read a whole bunch. I I wrote a whole bunch yesterday and just kind of relaxed. Um, 
state. You know, I drew and work, working on a new bookmark. Just didn't do anything heavy. No heavy lifting. I just kind of chilled, laid in bed, took a nap, played my Switch. I got a Nintendo Switch recently. Thank you, everybody. That was very nice. Um, it's very cool. Uh, so I'm, I'm getting back into just playing the horror games I used to play as a kid. So I have the Castlevania suite on there, of course, the Konami pack and uh, Street Fighter as well and Hollow Knight and, uh, you know, some other some other horror stuff I'm getting into. But I just like the little nickel and dime games, you know, like I look at it, it's like, oh, $5.99. That's cool. But, but I don't know. I have I have three games. So what does it matter? Four games. I have Final Fantasy uh, on sale. But uh, yeah, so. I just did that. I just relaxed. And this morning I got up. I did. I went to the gym. I just had a great run. Uh, I feel good. I can breathe. I'm not coughing. I've got a little bit of, you know, the runniness, but that's just, uh, you know, a little, uh, you know, whatever. That's that's the price you pay for the party. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I'm feeling good. I'm back. I'm back, baby. But don't worry. I'm not going to overexert myself today. Only thing on the on the on the, you know, uh, appointment books today is, uh, you know, I'm doing this podcast. I've got another podcast later. I've got some writing to do. I've got some exciting other stuff just to be working on. So, um, again, taking it slow, not doing anything too overexerting today. But I'm back, baby. I'm back. So thank you guys for sticking with me. Sorry for the long break. I, I very much apologize. But we're back, baby. We're back. And we've got a lot of ground to cover today. We've got three weeks worth of up worth of uh what do we call them conventions to go over and all kinds of stuff but before we do that i gotta give a major mad crazy big huge thank you shout out to my patreon supporters thank you guys so much in fact we're doing the old school we're going back we're giving everyone a shout out today name yes sir that's right shouts out to my awesome patreon people rachel shouts out to you awesome to meet you in nashville you know who you are you're awesome you rule elana you know what's up my evil twin of my girlfriend jdo J david osborne check him out this man is dropping some great shit with my man kelby losak rick of the frightmare collective podcast y'all better be listening to that check him out christina what's up girl shouts out to you you got to get me on the podcast baby I'm, I'm ready i'm down i want it leslie kavanaugh my girl leslie i'm gonna see you next week in chicago and it's gonna be on for sure rochelle rochelle shouts out my dear i love you congrats with all of your tattooing everything keep up the good work you're the best my lovely Scarlett, shouts out to you. You know I love you. Disheveled by Dawn. Dawn, what's up, girl? Hope everything is going well. Shouts out to you. Good luck with everything. My man, Tobias, what's up, dude? I love you to death, man. Thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for all the support, buddy. Shouts out to you. Shelly, Rosamelia, just talked to you the other day. Love you, darling. Shouts out to you. Thank you so much for everything. I got Katie here, K-A-T. Henios, shouts out. Blake, my man, shouts out to you, buddy. I love you so much. Frank, J. Elder, Mr. Frank, check him out love you dude shouts out to you mother horror sadie herself check her out Nightworms. she is rocking it got some great stuff going on again i mentioned him earlier but my man kelby losak just read his new book uh letting the devils out awesome you guys got to check it out it's it's really good I, I love kelby's style and uh he's a great writer D very different very very cool check him out uh brian Keene, my man shouts out i love you dude thank you for all your for all your help for everything Kentucky Tony Evans, baby, shouts out to you in that bucket of mud. You know I love you so much. Carrie Leal, my sister, Carrie. What's up, girl? How you doing? Shouts out to you. Shouts out to my girls up there. I got Caroline and Nora. Thanks, guys. Dustin Hendricks, what's up, man? Shouts out to you, dude. I hope all is well. You're a bad motherfucker. I appreciate you. Alicia Stamps, girl, you know I love you. Shouts out to you. Shouts out, David DeBernadides, my man. 
my man, you're looking sexy these days. I see you. I see you. Congrats on getting your story published, dude. Keep it up. Charles Chadwick, my man, congrats on getting your book published, dude. Shouts out to you. I'm going to have that blurb to you soon. Congrats and shouts out. Shouts out to my masa. Mother, I love you so much. Thank you for all your support. Shouts out to Mary Beecher. I will see you. I, I see you, Mary. I know where you're at. I hope I see you again in Chicago soon, next week, actually. John Rodney, my man, shouts out a huge, amazing thank you to you. You are the awesome. So thank you so, so much for all of your support. Hugo Camacho over there in Spain doing it for everybody. Shouts out to you, my man. I love you. Tim, Tim, what's up, dude? Shouts out to you, man. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for everything. You're a bad motherfucker. Shannon Bradner, my lady, my love, my love of my life. Thank you so much. Shouts out to you. I love you so much. Jamie Gucker, shouts out to you. I hope I get to see you soon. Uh, You're always rocking it and ripping it. I love to see you. And Jessica Reeves, last but not least, I love you. Thank you so much. Shouts out to all of you, my awesome Patreon people. Thank you guys for indulging me in that. And if you would like to support me on my Patreon and get, throw a little extra change Uncle Johnny's way, just go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Get in on the fun. Join one of the tiers uh, that you can check out. And all of uh, all of the tiers come with access to everything I put on the wall on my Patreon, which I do a lot of great things on there. I put, I put a lot of cool performances that I've done lately while I've been on the road, uh, videos, videos of me telling stories, videos of me performing songs, all kinds of cool things are going up on that wall now, guys. So it's the time to join. And also every single tier gets you access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which we just hit 100 episodes a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, and we've uh, I've also been on a little break from that, but now I'm coming back hardcore with, uh, with an episode coming out today. So check it out for sure. Uh, Yes, I'm, I'm going to be talking to uh, my man Lee Parker. Shouts out to Lee. That's going to go up on the uh, on the Patreon today, the day that this. I'm I'm putting this up as soon as I'm done recording it, and then I'm putting up that Patreon show. So we'll talk a little bit about that uh, a little bit here later. But yes, check it out. Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead. Please check it out. Join the Patreon. I'm on the road hardcore for the rest of the year, and this helps me out so, so much. You guys have no idea. Uh, I appreciate it. So thank you. Anyway, onward and upward. Um, I got to give a, you know, it's been, uh, like I said, it's been a, it's been a time. So um, I do want to give shouts out to one of my main man, keeping me, keeping me on the ball, Gator McAllister, my man Gator out there driving, taking it easy for us sinners out there, making it happen, cross back and forth this great United States of ours. And then, uh, Taking a taking a stop along the road to give give a pile driver to whoever who needs one uh, because I'm sure a lot of people need one out there even me probably but uh, you know Gator shouts out man I love you brother thank you uh, thanks for for uh, just being a badass motherfucker I, I love you dude um, all right so we are moving right along here like I said we have a lot to get through so we're just gonna blaze through it today no card reading today we're just gonna we have three three count them three. Uh, convention uh three three conventions to go over and we're gonna do that but one thing before i get into this guys i gotta bring up one other thing Corey. Corey, the Corey hotline guys why why i don't understand i thought you loved the Corys. the Corys thought that you loved them but the hotline it's been it's been pretty barren lately it's been pretty dry it's dry like a desert of a vagina desert that's dry like full of sand it's awful so Please call the Corey Hotline anytime, night, day, day, night, any day that you would like, holidays included, 832-930-1347. You can leave a message for me, John Wayne, and I will play it on the show. You can ask me questions, comments, 
run a commentary on something, whatever you have to say, call the hotline, leave a message, we'll play it, we'll talk about it. 832-930-1347. That's 832-930-1347. Please call. If you don't, Corey will beat us off. He'll beat us off. So please call. Um, please call the, the hotline. Thank you, guys. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I love feedback. I love questions. And, and I, I, I will play everything and we'll have a good time. So call the Corey hotline. Don't be shy. Don't be shy about it. You don't have to get drunk to call Corey. Corey will talk to you sober. Corey doesn't need you to be inebriated. But if you want to, that's cool, too. Take a couple shots of that. Take that brown to stuff it down, as Frank Reynolds would say. And just take a couple of them shots and call up old Corey on the hotline, 832-930-1347. I don't know why you haven't done it yet. You should be doing it now. Pause. Pause this and call. Call, please. Anyway, thanks, guys. Check us. Check out the Corey hotline. Uh, it's always fun, and I want to get that thing going back again. So anyway, guys. <clears throat> all right. Before we uh, get into everything, like I said, I, I um, mentioned the, pod, uh, the Patreon podcast earlier, my Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus podcast, in which I talk to uh, amazing people that I meet all over the country and the world, from around the world even, um, artists of all kinds, of all walks, of all disciplines uh, that have become friends of mine and, and just interesting people to talk to. And this week I uh, is no no exception at all. This is a, an awesome episode. I got to talk to my very good buddy Lee Parker, who uh, makes toys. He makes action custom figures. Like um, you see, like the you've seen them, like where it'll be like you know uh, mashup figures, kind of like you know things that are specific to certain genres or certain. Um, pop culture things he's he's done a lot of hip-hop toys right now that we talk a lot about uh, uh, figures from from uh hip-hop history and stuff like that so it's very very cool um and you can you can listen to the whole episode if you join the patreon like i was talking about earlier but right now we're going to listen to a little bit of that episode with me, uh, just a, a small bit of the conversation with myself and my buddy Lee. Um, so check us out here. There's toys in Bart Simpson, but that's not exactly what you do. What you do is more um, on the artistic side of of things uh, when it comes to figures or, or like toys, if you will. Like that's what we're talking about. Um, you make custom Custom figures, dude. Tell me, like, tell the people in your words, the words of of the professional. Yeah, this. So, like, I guess the easiest way to describe it is I make shit that I wish I had when I was a kid or small little references to TV shows and movies I love and stuff that, like, Neck is never going to put out a Kent Brockman in full gold after he wins the fucking lottery figure. You know, you're never going to have a Mrs. Kerbopple on a Gordie Howe Sports Illustrated cover. Like, there's there's tons of references that I make that are literally just inside jokes for me and other Simpsons fans. And then I don't just make Simpsons. Like, I've got uh, Angelo from Sleepaway Camp. I'm doing a ton of rapper and hip-hop toys because I'm a old-school hip-hop guy at heart. So I do just a little bit of everything. But I'll take a existing figure. Sometimes I'll sculpt on top of it. Sometimes I'll just repackage it. Like I've taken a uh, one of the mini figures of John Travolta from um, Pulp Fiction, and I've thrown it on a old school McDonald's advertising thing from France because fucking Royale cheese. Royale cheese. Yeah, you get it. So and and so like um just for like some of the the listeners uh to give them a better idea, think like. 
G.I. Joe or Star Wars type figures. They're like the three and a quarter inch, right? Yeah, like, three and uh, three quarters, but yeah. That's right. Yeah, like uh figures and but it's like uh you're like breaking the mold almost to say and like you're ma- like making your own thing and then even like the card on the back is part of just yeah, as part important of uh part of yeah. the art as the actual uh figure that's in like in the blister um pack so uh i'm not trying to like i'm trying to like because you know, some people are gonna be like what the fuck are these guys talking about to- like i'm trying to like paint a picture no, um, the star wars thing is the best that's the best yeah. reference you can give someone a gi joe from the 80s ninja turtles and if you, you see, see like toy on the store it's on the cardboard backer with the figure inside yeah. of a blister i do and, all and- that super seven like is like like one this one that does it like reaction those those guys but like but what's different is that the ones that like lee like that you make and and other artists like you know that do things along the same line it's it's your own design like you said there are things that you wish you had when you were a kid and you're kind of doing that and and you're you're releasing these things in limited runs at your discretion basically um and and like you said you're like picking the card that's on the back and putting that whole thing together uh that's pretty badass but um you were you were saying earlier you do like these hip-hop figures yeah yeah so that's been a big part of of like uh of what you've been working on lately and and so so tell so talk to me about that so it it kind of all started when i made a uh tribute piece to shock g um humpty hump from digital underground the one who put that on her panties yes exactly as you know so like that one kind of blew up and uh it's probably my best selling figure but that kind of got me um actually before that i met open mike eagle who's an underground rapper i met him at one of his shows because i'm a big fan of his and uh he was having a problem with his card reader and us being con guys like we know that we know the issues with con readers card readers so I was telling him, I was like, man, I hate that. I just had trouble with mine. And he was like, well, what do you do? And I kind of gave him the spiel I just gave you about, I make action figures. And he's like, man, I've been waiting to meet you so you can make action figures with me. Right. So this was like 2019 and I made a whole run of uh, open mic eagle figures that kind of got me in the door and kind of known by other uh, underground hip hop heads and stuff. And then I made the tribute uh, Shock G figure after he passed, uh, Rest in Power. Yeah. And, uh, Got a lot of love for that. And then that got me into making a, I got contacted by a guy out of Australia and we kind of paired up with a thing called a rap figures, AKA hip hop toys. It's a hip hop toys on Instagram. But I've made, uh, I've made two figures for him so far, uh, KRS one and cool Keith. Currently making a Rakim figure and then a Talib Kweli. That'll be the next one that we hit. Damn. But yeah. yeah, like that's kind of. That kind of exploded out of nowhere and kind of became my uh my main income if you will besides just me making shit for fun you know well i mean it's also it's like it's a cool it's it's a cool ass thing anyway but it's like you not only you like enjoy doing it but it's also allowing you like to do whatever you want to or do your own kind of thing too right i mean in the same way and it's like man that's like something you enjoy it's like it's not like you're like well i gotta make these fucking figures of fucking you know jerk off johnny or some shit you know (laughs) 
Which, no offense to Jerk Off Johnny and the whole Jerk Off Johnny universe, it's totally fine. I'm my, my father. My father was Jerk Off Johnny, but like, <laughs> you know, no, it's it's very cool. And so when like for these these hip hop toys that you do, how how many in each, the run of each are you typically doing, or can you? tell us or are they like each different or um yeah they're each kind of difference like if it's a uh if it's a bootleg figure which is one where we don't kind of we don't really have the permission to make it but we're still like making it underground style right we won't we won't necessarily use the artist's name we'll use like a nickname that they're known for in the industry and like mm-hmm. hip-hop fans know exactly who it is and right like on, that right one, we typically do a run of like say 30 to 50 maybe a little more maybe a little less Somewhere yeah. in there, just a modest run. But the Cool Keith was a, that one's actually officially licensed through him. So I think that one we made a total of a, about 130 in that run. That's the sweetest plum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's basically how it handles. You know what I mean? If they're underground, we'll do a little bit less. If they're a bootleg style, you know. And then if they're officially licensed, we'll, make, we'll have like an open pre-sale, sell as many as we can, and then still shut it off like way below like production numbers if we were doing this as like a legit company you know because a production right. run would be like five thousand or ten thousand you know oh yeah yeah but then but you were telling me like how like because you you know like you were saying earlier, earlier a lot of these are sculpted or they have molds that you make and then you can only make so many before that deteriorates to the point where you either have to like be like well that's enough or you make another thing yeah. or yeah, that's exactly that's right. Like we usually, depending on how complicated intricate the figure is, like I can get an average that I say for like ones that I make myself, I tend to only make around 13 to 24 and then the figure starts to degrade, the mm. mold starts to degrade. And when the mold degrades, you get tears on the inside and that creates like weird tumors on the figure that I can still like carve off and make it look passable. Right. But that's extra work and i'm not into that you know what yeah. i mean i'm a lazy fuck dude. i want to get it down and get it out no 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 absolutely um yeah but that not like not only that like the whole thing like it's limited in the fact that like is you know the the finite nature is dictated by like the actual what makes this a thing is is uh uh, like a, a completest collector's wettest of wet dreams, you know. It's like, oh, he could only print twenty four of those because the mold fell apart, and I got one on that was the last one, and there was a tumor he cut off, and like, yeah, ex- exactly, man. You know, I I thought at one point, like, okay, so just for you know, people step back a little bit. If you you know what we're talking about, we're you know, people collect the shit out of things, and you know a lot of like these toys they fall under like that kind of collectors complete completest collectors type of thing like am i right like oh yeah people want the sets of these things like you they want to get every single one of these hip-hop things you put out because it is a set that you it's it's in the the fucking whatever lee parker verse however you want to say it um but but like yeah it's it's uh it is it gets it gets intense because i i got into trying to collect the uh all the crimson ghost ones when those started to come out of course and a, a, at first it was like well just the black one and the red one and you're like oh they're limited they're super limited and like you're on there trying like at midnight to get like one like 
And I remember I only got like the black, black robed one and my buddy got the black robe and the the red robe one. I was like, all right, cool. But then they started coming out with like blood spattered and then like translucent orange and then like translucent, translucent uh, totally white, translucent green, translucent pink, translucent ass. Like it's, it was eh, translucent. It's going out of crazy. Like they were coming out so crazily. I remember my buddy Jay Lee shouts out even sent me he kept sending me the links like he was like here's another one here's another one and uh i was just like dude i can't buy these anymore and he was like i know i gotta stop but i'm gonna keep buying them so he he bought way more than i did but these things can drive you fucking you know yeah it's it's good it's a good fucking it's a cool ass thing first of all but like especially if you're a collector you're like it's your wet wet wettest of wetness right i mean yeah man that's the that's the audience i try to appeal to as well because like you said they'll want everything right and i've had i've done a couple of variations of the shock g like changing up his uh changing up his suit like the current one that i'm making i'm doing a translucent like ghost white version of yeah. the suit and that one's been selling really well for me as well but like i noticed that i've sold that same shock g to like three different people every iteration that I put out because like you said they're completionists and they're like oh it's another one and it just it's one of those things that looks good on your shelf and satisfies that itch that you have internally you know do, do you ever like uh on some of them like it's a run like you make 25 of them but you like you know do something to one of them or two of them that like makes them oh, different yeah. it's like a small detail that only like you know you would have to look at or notice you know, things like that. My, yeah. my go-to with that is a uh, gold leaf. Is I'll use a little bit of gold leaf and I'll give like one of them gold leaf shoes, or I'll give like I'll make his microphone solid gold. You know what I mean? I'll gold leaf the microphone. Nice. It's a really small detail, but like if you happen to notice it, you know what I mean? I've got message from one guy. He was like, "Hey, I noticed the microphone was gold," and I was like, "Ah, you're the one that got it." And then I tell him the thing, like, "Yeah, I made a run of 24 of them." before that mold crashed and then i'll slightly change it up you know and i'm like so out of that one there's only one of the one with the gold mics so you're the one that has it and makes it extra limited so i'll slightly change the pose from when i make a new mold sometimes i'll use the exact same what i call my base figure or my very first run my original sculpt i'll use that but if it's one that like i've a kit bash or bootleg, that's where I take in pre-existing figure. And then I'll change it a little bit, like just a little insight. My uh my shock G figure is actually an old school Elvis figure that I've added the nose to, I've added the glasses, I've added the hat. You know what I mean? Change it up to make it where it fits. It's an actual humpy hump. But the base right. figure that I made off of is an Elvis from his uh 67 return tour where he's in like an all white suit. All right, there we go. Hey, check out my man Lee, guys. Uh, And also, if you'd like to hear the rest of this episode, please check out my Patreon. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You can join for as little as $1 a month, get you access to everything on the wall, and uh, that podcast, as well as all the back uh, issues, back episodes, which I just, which I mentioned earlier, we hit a hundred, we hit a hundred episodes of the Awesome Dude for Life boner bonus podcast. So if you're new to the Patreon, a lot to catch up on, a lot of good stuff to look forward to. So please check it out. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Now, on to the adventure. Guys, last time we spoke, 
I had uh, come from New Jersey, the New Jersey Huracan. Um, and that was out in, uh, you know, Atlantic City at Steamboat. We said all we need to say about that. Um, of course, uh, a little bit of a disappointing outing, but still, uh, what a great time it was. You know, I always have fun. I always learn something. I always have a good time, guys. No matter what happens, I'm, I'm never one to complain about like, oh, man, if they would have done this or if they would have done that or if, if they put me in this place or they put me on this room, you know, shit happens, guys. We just got to roll with the punches. You got up, you're down sometimes. It's it's just how it is. So that one wasn't good. So we rolled out of there. And uh, first, first stop uh, after that and first stop on this podcast is the Nashville Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Expo. Now, if you uh, are a longtime listener, first-time caller, you'll know that uh, I did this last year with uh, my man Wesley Southerd and his good buddy Joe, uh, Joey Jojo, who, and, and it was like, you know what? Let's get the gang back together. Let's get the boys back together. Give it back to the boys, we said. So there we are. Let's hear it for the boys. Boys on the side. We were there. The three of us again, with also the lovely Scarlet was with me, and of course, Mr. Boney, who goes everywhere with me, uh, my faithful, faithful uh, pooch companion. So we, um, last year, now if you listened last year as well, if, you, if you've heard, it was very good. It was a very good convention for both of us. We, um, it, we you got to look at the time period here. We're just coming off of like things were opening. I forget when month this was now that this happened last year. Was it in April? It might have been actually a year ago proper. But anyway, things were, you know, people had just gotten stimulus checks and, um, you know, taxes back at this time. It was coming off of, uh, you know, things were just getting back to being open more, you know, uh, after pandemic wise. So we didn't know what to expect at that one. And also they were selling tickets in blocks, I mentioned, uh, which I was like, well, they're going to do that this year. And they did. And by tickets in blocks, I mean, blocks of time. So you could buy a weekend pass, you could buy a day pass, or people could buy these blocks of time. Like if you just need, wanted to be there for four hours, three hours, whatever it was, however they broke it up, you could do that, which, you know, hey, that's good. And, you know, it's good in the sense of like, man, I want to come to the horror convention, but I have to work all weekend um, and I don't want to pay 60, you know, whatever for a one day pass, but I can go for three hours. You know, it's, it's one of those things, I think. And it just allows the traffic to be broken up more during the day. And uh, what happened last year, you know, we were hesitant, but it, it worked because people were only there for that finite amount of time. So they had to buy stuff or, you know, knew they had to leave, knew they weren't coming back. So that was people are more apt to to not do the whole like, oh, I'm going to I'll look or I'll come back. I'm going to come back. You're going to be here all weekend. You know, you know, it's like they have to do it. So it, it was good this year. It was the same thing. You know, they they sold things in blocks of time. Um, one of the kind of drawbacks to this con is that it's it's very long like the hours are super long and they do that because of the tattoo part you know the tattoo uh the tattooists are all set up in a in a different uh part of the convention area of the hotel they have their own like section and then the vendors have like two big rooms that were in or a big room and another room that i, I was in the other room there's the big room whatever we're two rooms right next to each other and that's the vendor space so this again, like last year, Friday, it was from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. Now that's that's a long day for Friday because usually a Friday convention starts, you know, you start on like five, sometimes six, you know, maybe four for VIP, but nothing earlier than four I've ever seen because it's Friday. People are at work still. People are coming after work. People are flying in. You know, there's all kinds of stuff that happens Friday. So 
you know, why why start it early? Because people aren't going to be able to be there. Now, the reason they start this one early is for the tattoo stuff. I understand that because people have tattoo appointments. Tattoos take hours. They want to give the artists uh, as much time as possible to cram, you know, customers in and, and clients in. And so they can turn out tattoos and make money, right? That's what that that's what it's for. However, making the vendor floor stay open that that those same hours, while it seems like a good idea on paper, where it turns out not to be is that it just it's just too long. People that are there for those early hours are there to be tattooed or to like they don't have a day job or they got, you know, they got the whole week off or weekend and they're coming in to get those autographs early, right? And you get some we still had business. We still had a decent Friday. It wasn't bad at all. Um but it was, you could tell it was a little softer, you know, than the year before. And then Saturday, you, you know, it's a long ass day, dude. It's 10 to 10. It's like 930 for VIP. So AM, you're there 12 hours. 12 hours is long. I don't care how you slice it. Now, if you're working a 12 hour shift at your job, if you're doing 12 hours of fucking whatever, 12 hours of vending, it's the same. And the thing that sucks about that is I don't think what's considered a whole lot by, you know, when, when, like I said, on paper, this all looks good, but a lot of vendors are there. You're, you're by yourself. You know, I have had that a lot of, you know, many times now I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, Scarlett with me, you know, I had Nick P with me on a lot of, of things, but sometimes I would just be by myself. So if you're by yourself for 12 hours, that kind of sucks. You know, you have to leave your table to go to the bathroom to get something to eat. There's no break. Forget about any kind of rest or a break. You're you're there. And and I know you have to pound and I'm there pounding the pavement, singing for my supper every day. Um, but it's just like, that's a long day. And what makes it longer is when the crowd completely dies off from the vendors because people are getting tattooed and we're standing around for hours, just like those last few hours, just like dick in hand, jerking it, you know? So that was a little bit of a drawback to that con. It wasn't, and, and again, it wasn't as busy as it was. It was not as swamped. Now, did I still do well? Yes, I still did do well. I had a, and I had a great time. Things were great. I met a lot of people. Rachel, shouts out. Met met uh, the lovely Rachel there. Um, it was a great time. That my got to see my brother Gator come through. Man had his uh, brought me some peanut butter moonshine and shit. Like it was crazy. And, uh, but you know, a little soft, like I said, a little bit of a softer sale, uh, sales that, that time. So we weren't staying at the host hotel there, uh, in Nashville. We were just down the street, like literally like four minutes down the street. I think it wasn't that bad. Um, so yeah, so we, yeah, it was just right down the street. So we, you know, we had fun, we hung out with see our friends, but like, you know, it, it wasn't, I don't know. It just wasn't popping off like uh, so much last. And I think again, last year you're coming off all these things of like you're hyped because more people are coming out. There's all this kind of stuff happening. And this year was just, uh, you know, wasn't as hype. But again, I still had a great time. uh, You know, my man, Joe, shouts out to you, man, Two Joey got two tattoos. Again, he got two tattoos last time, last year on his, on his like leg, ankle, like or. Uh, not thigh, inner thigh. No, like, um, what do you call that? You know, your calf area, like whatever. You got two tattoos there last time. This time, this motherfucker got two palm-sized tattoos on his stomach one day and the next day and sat for him like a champ. Shouts out, man. My fucking tat is off to you, dude. I I don't want to sit like that anymore and I'm covered in tattoos. So um, you're a bad motherfucker for that. And plus the stomach is such, I've said it before, say it again the stomach is the worst area that i have ever experienced getting tattooed and again i'm covered in tattoos 
chest, yes, that's bad. Stomach, worse. Back, bad. Yeah, stomach, worse. Every everything everything that I've got done that's bad, the stomach just keeps coming back as like, no, nah, it was wasn't bad as the stomach. So, Joey, man, he's a bad motherfucker. Uh, of course, you know, me and my my uh, my lovely and and talented uh, you know uh, partner in in, in rhymes. Um, Wesley Southard, we were there and we uh, kicked ass as always. Always good seeing Wes. Got to see his dad and meet his mom. Shouts out. Um, yeah, it was a great time. Also, we got to see John Quick. Shouts out to you, my friend. Um, you know, we got to, uh, Wes got to, you know, I, I, he got to go off and see uh, Jeff Strand and Brian Smith. Um, I was unfortunately not able to attend that, but, but uh, I sent my love. My love was sent back. Um, it was great, man. It, it really was a great time. I, I love Nashville. So you don't have to like, you know, it's not like I was like all upset about being like, oh, I'm in Nashville. The cool thing also about Nashville was uh, we went like, so we were there a few days early because we were coming in from uh, where we were coming from, but it doesn't matter. Uh, um, I guess Atlantic City. Yeah, Atlantic City we were coming from. So we got there uh, for basically like three days before the con or something like that. So uh, I got uh, I took uh, Scarlet and Boney came with me to Third Man Records uh, once again. It's my second time to be that to to go to the the record store in the studio where Jack White uh, that's Jack White's record shop and and there's a studio and there's a live recording space there. There is also a brand new little uh, very small music venue that he built and connected to that whole complex, and it's called like the Blue Note, I believe. I have the koozie it's supposed to be like Ooh, the uh, shh, don't tell anyone it's like a speakeasy because uh whatever he has like big huge acts that'll come into this very small small space and you know it's kind of like a secret type i don't know it's a cool little thing <coughs> oh shit excuse me went to uh yeah so we got to go to third man records uh got the new jack white album while i was there of course um and i think actually i got away with something because you uh they have you know, the, Jack White always presses his records in like all kinds of different variants and and different little special things here and there on them. So if you're a part of like the Third Man Records subscription group, you know, like club record club or whatever, there was like a special colored vinyl that you got uh, the new Jack White record. If you're a part of that club, otherwise you you know they only had the black, just the regular black vinyl, right? So I'm. I pick up a copy of it and I have a copy. I pick up a copy of the black one, the, just the regular black vinyl. I'm walking around and I buy the register. There's one that's kind of on display. That is the colored one that you get if you're in the club. So I, it was just there. So I just picked it up. I put the other one down and I walked around with that one. And then I bought a couple other records and paid for them. Boom, walked out. I got the club. I got the special club version of that and then the lovely and wonderful scarlet uh picked up the moon uh beam glow i think it's called or moon shadow something like that uh colored vinyl of the same jack white record that it's a special target release so yeah we're nerds like that we had a couple copies of it but i love jack white and um the white stripes so that was very cool and they changed some stuff since i've been in there last they have like he he makes um i guess uh boutique pedals guitar guitar pedals which oh man even first of all if this would have been a few years back when i was like really into just all kinds of pedals i would have walked out of there broke with like a couple of those pedals i guarantee it because even now it was hard for me not to buy a pedal like i was like oh man these are so cool this is the shit but i didn't just got some records 
Um, but yeah, great stuff. If you are a fan of, of Jack White or even like music stuff in general, vinyl, and you go through Nashville, go to the Third Man uh, record store. At least check out the store. And uh, there's all kinds of cool shit around there. We also went to another bar. I took uh, Scarlett down to East, Na- East Nashville where uh, Chris Jett... Shouts out, Chris. Uh, John Wayne is dead. That's where we've played through a couple times, played through Dino's. We went by there. It wasn't open when we went because it was too early, but I showed her that. We went to another bar and just sat and day drank, basically, um, with Boney. Boney didn't drink. He was driving. Uh, so it was uh, it was a really great time in Nashville, and the con was uh, very cool. I got to, again, and again, I got to see my, my uh, you know, uh, wonderful Ginger Ninja. Uh, shouts out, Sandy. You are the best. I love you guys. Mark, uh, my, I'm your toe God. Shouts out to you. It's just great to see people that you, you haven't seen in a while. And, you know, you, you don't want to lose. I, I will certainly never lose sight of that, regardless of how business is at a con or, you know, there's always the business side of things. But it's, you know, I've, I've said this before. To me, it's the connection. It's the people I meet. It's the relationships I make. This is what sustains me. Um, this is what I need to sustain myself is, is these, is have great people and great friends in my life. And, um, I just, you know, am very beyond grateful for it. So awesome, awesome time in Nashville. Again, not like, you know, business wise wasn't as busy, but still busy enough. I still did well. I still had a good show. Now, again, this is where I started kind of not feeling well in Nashville, you know, just like I, I, and I mainly kind of counted it off as brushed it off as like, just, uh, I'm just party, just tired. I'm hungover, whatever. Um, but I, you know, you, you get that, but you're kind of lying to yourself a little bit because you know, it's a little bit different than that, but you're like, nah, I got this. Okay. It's no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm strong like bull. And, uh, I started feeling a little bad there, but we were going home. We were going, coming back to Vegas. So we got up, um, like, did we get up that ass early? I think we got up ass early and I we did the whole drive straight through, um, I believe, all the way from Nashville to Vegas. And then uh, we're home and, and that's great, but it's like it's home with an asterisk by it because I'm still working that week here in Vegas. I had a convention. Um, so it's like, you know, get home on Tuesday, you know, night or whatever, afternoon, and then... You have all day Wednesday, but then Thursday I had to go load in down to at the Rio here in you know fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. So we go, we do that, and this was for Fanboy Expo. Now I haven't done a Fanboy Expo before, but I wanted to give it a try, um, be- only because it was here in in my home where I live. So I wasn't going to have to pay for a hotel. I didn't have to pay to travel. Um, you know, and and the artist uh, alley tables were 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 decently priced. So I was like, well, let me give this a try because, you know, even if it's awful, I I can't, you know, it's still going to be good. So it's still going to be something, right? It's not going to cost me anything, right? So and and as I've said traditionally, I don't do very super well at comic cons or pop culture cons that are just pop culture based centric, right? I just don't. The horror you think the horror. Venn diagram would cross over well, but it does not. I promise you it doesn't. And if you walk into one of those things and you see all these kids walking around with their, you know, their their animate out and all these costumes and wigs and stuff, you'll know exactly why then. When you see that, you'll be like, oh, that's why, that's why this doesn't work here. So, but you, you get some, you get some, right? And plus these are, my books aren't extreme, extreme horror. So, you know, mind bending stuff, maybe I could, you know, get people in that way. I wanted to try it out. 
So we go, we load in, everything's fine. Um, and uh, what did we do though? Thursday, we had to do something. Um, and I remember we, <laughs> Scarlett and I went out, maybe we got back the next day uh, to the show, I was still a little hungover and drunk actually. And we had to, you know, get some hair of the dog going. But Friday, the Friday night there was like a princess shift. It was, um, what was it? It was four to eight. That was it. 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Done. Out the door. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Um, and we had, uh, I can't remember if it was Friday or Saturday night that we had these tickets, but I want to say Saturday. I don't know. We, um, oh, I know what we did. Okay. Now, now I'm back, guys. Okay. So Thursday night, I remember this. We went to, Scarlett and I went to an awesome show here in Vegas, right down the way from us. Um, an awesome burlesque show that was like a variety show. It was awesome. We had such a great time. That's like one of the reasons why I love living in the city, um, especially downtown where we live. There's all these, you know, yeah, you can go to the strip and whatever, have your fucking fun down there and pay $100,000 to see people doing flips from the balcony. But you could, you know, easily see some badass shows and some great little spots around. Uh, you just have to scratch the surface a little bit. And we saw an awesome show and had a great time. So that kicked off the weekend. That's why we were so hungover on Friday. Um, and then Saturday, we come in. We're doing the thing. Um, it, it, it's a decent day. Like, it's it's okay. You know, we meet some cool people. Shouts out to Daniel. Uh, shouts out to my man, William. Um, I met some some nice guys, some nice folks out there. Um, highlight, if I may. You know, this is this happened on Friday night at the, at the fanboy convention, but already was the highlight. The, so the celebrities there, you know, not really any horror celebrities, right? It's, it's you know, you got Meredith and Oscar from The Office. Uh, you know, Lee Majors is there, $6 million man. You've got a bunch of anime voices. You've got a bunch of comic book artists. But amongst all of these, you have what I, a, a shining diamond in the rough by the name of Tia Carrera. That's right. Let me say it again. Tia Carrera. That's right, folks. So Tia Carrera. She was a musician. She's in Wayne's World, the Wayne's World movie. She's in a lot of acting. Beautiful woman. Um, and I was like, you know, that's the only person that I would meet, like to, you know, that I'm like, oh, she's cool. I, I would meet her. Not go up to her booth and pay money to meet her, but, you know, she's cool. So lo and behold, here I am, 7.30, whatever, that Friday night. Look up. Who's walking down the aisle? Oh, it's not Miss Tia Carrera herself. Sunshine on my goddamn shoulders. She's coming down. She's got her handler with her. She's kind of looking around. And, you know, she looks over at my, you know me, dog. I'm on it. I'm like, hey, how you doing? What's up? She's like, oh, hey, what, what is it we got here? And I'm like, give her my, oh, I write horror novels, you know, and I play in this band. She's like, oh. So then she sits and starts talking to me about how she's getting her daughter into reading and how she would love to get some books for her daughter and stuff like this. And she, I, I give her the spiel about like four of my books right there. And, uh, she takes the bookmark. She's like, okay, like we have to go to this now, but let me look at this because I'd really like to get some. Now, it, has she ordered anything for her daughter yet? Not yet. I mean, maybe on Amazon. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Night was made. I had a closed up shop right there and said, suckers, see you later. I'm done. But that was very cool. Um, another very cool part of that weekend that had nothing to do with the con, though, was that I got to see uh, Dan Adriano of um, the uh, Alkaline Trio, one of my very favorite bands, uh, bass player and singer in that band. His solo band was coming to town um and playing right here by the house and scarlet saw that got us nabbed us some tickets and uh we went and it was like you know it was that saturday night and we were already tired and again i'm feeling this like not feeling so good feeling so hot thing i'm trying to fight off 
Um, but we go we go to the show that night. And man, it was so awesome. Like, here's what happened. First, their, their drummer was sick, so he couldn't perform. So they had to like on the fly, basically redo their whole set and what they were doing into this kind of like acoustic thing, um, which I've seen Dan do an acoustic solo performance back in Houston several years ago at Rudyard's. It was awesome. And so that's what they kind of had to do here. So they they did some of their songs acoustic, but then he had to bust out a bunch of Alkaline Trio stuff because, uh, you know, it was just on the spot. He had to, you know, they another drummer so it was it was pretty awesome uh sang a bunch of great songs uh you know uh it's closed with uh mercy me which was amazing uh such a great great show if you haven't checked out uh dan and his um dan andriano and the getaways i think they're called now but just you just search dan you'll find it like his his new solo band is is great those songs were awesome and uh it was a really cool show and he was sweating it like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, we're kind of doing the, uh, it's not, we're not ready for this. We were practicing. Uh, he was kind of making excuses, but it was just, it was a, a cream dream because, and I told Scarlett this, I was like, you know, this is awesome because we're getting a whole different show than everybody else on the tour is getting. Like, we're not getting the tour show that they they rehearsed and done. We're getting this kind of like intimate on the fly improvisation, like, you know, impromptu, like, what do we play now? Let's play this night, you know, that kind of thing, which is uh, that's like a one in a million type of thing when you get to see one of your favorite artists do something like that, especially when it's completely not planned. And, and that's just, that's like a, I don't know, those things are so cool to me. That's like a lightning in a bottle, like a, it's a flash thing of art that you are there for and it's done. And it was so cool. So that was an awesome, awesome uh, time. Now, the next day, you know, uh, it's slow. It's, and I'm, I'm over it. I'm like, I'm tired. I'm waiting for the day to be over basically. Cause I'm tired at the fanboy thing. It's like, yeah, it's not that busy still. Like I said, it's, uh, but it's, you know, I'm just trying to get the time to pass, uh, here because I'm, I'm not feeling great. I'm tired. I haven't slept, been out. And you know, one of the last things I need is this guy, like we get some fucking, um, evangelicals coming down to try to, uh, you know, witness to the sinners. Now, this guy thinks he's slick. Um, he's a nerd, of course, a nerdy older dude with two other fucking chonzas with him. And he's at the table next to me and he's trying to like, hey, you want to see a card trick? And he's talking to them about doing this card trick, right? But all he's doing is like, it's his, it's his slick way of trying to witness to people. First of all, he's got a stupid vest on that's covered in like, Jesus is Lord and God forever patches like and you're like, okay, I see you coming, dude. And he's like doing this thing. He's putting down like the cards like, okay, four diamonds. Okay, four. So four. That's Matthew. That's Mark, Luke and John. And the four we got. Oh, we got another four. And those are the four people that John the Baptist, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just just horse shit stuff that he's saying with cards. And he pulls out like, okay, and this is a, oh, that queen of diamonds, that's Jezebel. You stay away from her. She ruined my life. Get that Jezebel away from me. Oh, and then the black, uh, the, uh, what did he say? The, the jack of uh, Jack of Spades, that's my enemy. I blacked out both of his eyes, so he can't get me. And the ace, ace of diamonds, see, that's the Lord, that's God, the one. And I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, dude, literally. And so he's doing that, and he's like, and then he starts like talking, he's talking to my neighbor, and I'm like just backing away, because he called me over there to like watch the trick, and I like see what's up, and I'm just backing over to my booth. And he starts telling my neighbors like, so, now, let me ask you this, if a giant meteor was to fall from the sky like they're falling like a, just over there in phoenix like that's happening like yeah hundreds of years ago there's a fucking a, a meteor fell and then there's a crater and he's like oh yeah so anytime that could happen so if a big meteor fell on us right now tell me what would we be what would we be and and like they're not saying he's like we'd be dead now my question is 
am I going to see you in heaven? And I'm like, Jesus, this guy, this guy sucks. Everything about this guy just sucks. So my neighbors that he's talking to, older couple, they write books. Shouts out to you guys if y'all are listening. Um, very nice. And they, they, they were Christian people, but they're being nice to this guy also. They know he's annoying. But they're like, yes, look, here's my tattoo about God or whatever. And then he's like, oh, what about you, John? And I was like, dude, because he'd already tried to call me John like a million times. Like, dude, it's John Wayne. So call me that. John Wayne, what about you? Are you going to be? And I was like, you know what, dude, I don't, I don't, you don't worry about me. And my neighbor's like, oh, we'll work on him. And the guy's like, I'll work on him right now. And he starts to walk over to my booth. And I said, no, no, you can just keep going, dude. I don't need that. He's like, oh, you. And he starts to look at my table now. And I'm, he's like, oh, you don't know. Oh. I was like, no, dude, you can just keep on walking. And he said, uh, oh, okay, well, I don't push anything on anybody. And I was like, good. And then he looks, he gives like a good hard look at the books across my table. He's looking, he goes, okay, well, looks up at me, says, well, we'll pray for you. And I said, I wish you wouldn't. And that, that kind of stuff, he was like, what? And I said, I wish you wouldn't pray for me. And he was like, oh, okay, well, come on, let's go. And so he took his fucking clan of chances and they went on down the line trying to like, you know, peddle their whatever wares. And, you know, the thing is, is like, I'm not against that. If you, if that's what you do, if your, if your religion gives you solace and happiness and contentment, good, good. But the arrogance of that you're right. And if I don't do what you're going to do, I'm not going to see you in this magical place that you've invented in your head that you think you're going to when you die, if a meteor hits us. Okay, dude, that's the arrogance that I'm talking about. And I, then I was like, look at me. I've got a pentagram tattooed in my ear. I've got a pentagram on my neck. I'm wearing a very beautiful Alex Streeter made ring, amber hellfire with a pentagram in it. I'm wearing, I forget what shirt I was wearing, but it was like, dude, look, look, there's stuff all over. Now, that it, it's, it's, it's not just, it's just the arrogance of like you looking at what I've got and it's wrong compared to what you have. You know, it, it's completely different philosophies. It's completely different belief system and yours is fine for you, but take it out, take it else. Don't even come putting it on. It's what do you think you're doing? Dude, this is like our job. I equated it to like if somebody walked into like, I don't know, your business, any business that you were doing, whether it be service or you're a lawyer, you're sitting at your desk and some asshole walks in with a deck of cards trying to tell you about Jesus at your job. This is my job, dude. Get get it out of here. You know, you shouldn't even be in here doing this. So that was what I was like, you know, I'm not coming back to this anyway, but you know, not that that anything. It was like, what a bunch of fucking weirdos. And shouldn't you be in church today? It's Sunday, you dumbasses. So that was uh, that was fun. Got rid of them. Um, and and that and that convention again. Just the the best thing about it was that it was in Las Vegas, so I was home right away. And uh, I was I just was not feeling good. Uh, after that really took took a lot out of me because I still wasn't better all the way. And I was again just pushing myself, pushing myself, pushing myself. But you know what? We had to leave again. Not a lot of, not a lot of time because Texas Frightmare beckons right around the corner from that. And I was going back to Texas to Dallas because I was going to go see my sister and my nieces and brother-in-law was a brother-in-law in Dallas. So, um, you know that's that was the following weekend, which was just this past weekend uh, in real time. And so I wanted to visit my sister. She lives very close to where the convention is, and so we took off. We had we only had Monday without anything here at the house to get ready. 4.30 a.m. I am up on Tuesday 
getting the car's already ready. I'm throwing throwing Scarlet in there, throwing the dog in there, and we are hitting the road to drive 18 hours to Dallas. So um, the drive was fine. We did straight through. We didn't hit any weather. Nothing bad like that. It was actually a pretty good, smooth drive, except you know for the amount of time it takes to get there. And we got there pretty late Tuesday night, like one thirty in the morning or something like that. And uh, it was all good. Don't get got, got some rest, and then got up and got to visit my wonderful sister and brother-in-law in their awesome house. They opened up their house to us and let myself and my my dog and my you know wonderful lady crash there. And we had a, a, an awesome visit. Got to see Caroline, my my niece, who I love very much, and Miss Nora Quinn, my other niece, who I also love very much. And we had a we had a grand old time. I think we. Uh, sang songs out. I got to play guitar for them out in the backyard and and swing on the swings. Um, got to go to the Y where they they do their child play thing, and I got to work out there with with uh, my brother in law. And uh, it was a great time of visiting, just getting to catch up with them and and have fun. And uh, but you know, short too short lived because you know, right Friday morning, boom, shooting right down to DFW Airport area for Texas Frightmare, Hyatt Regency, Grand Hyatt, whatever it is, hi, hi, hidey ho. So um, Texas Frightmare is like the Super Bowl, right? It is like the San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con of horror conventions. It is uh, hugely attended. It has got the be- biggest, hugest celebrities, and it is just like it's mecca, for people going to horror conventions. Uh, that's just, I have no other just description for it. It is huge. It is intimidatingly big. It is packed with people over capacity of, of people. So if you don't like people, this is not the place for you. But I'm excited. This is the second one I'm getting to do. I'm doing it with my de- my man, my mans, my boys, my dudes and ladies in Death's Head Press, uh, who who sponsored me out there last year, got me out there again this year. So uh, this year, uh, Jared couldn't join us. So it's myself and uh, Scarlett and then Patrick C. Harrison III. Uh, my man, check out his new uh, book with Daniel J. Volpe coming out. And uh, he's running the Death's Head Press uh uh, table with Pedal, his his partner, and we're having um, you know, we're just having a great time getting things set up. It's it's so intense just getting there. It's it's hard to get to the like I, I first it's a debacle to get to this hotel, guys, and I'll tell you why. The GPS, everybody's GPS. I don't care who you are because everyone was having the same thing. GPS is what was taking you to this like wrong road that just led you in a circle around the in the airport complex, but around the hotel. So you could never get to it. So it took a while to figure that out, to get on the right road. You have to pay a toll, get in, and then, you know, everything's full. The lots are full. Everything's full. You can't park anywhere. So, you know, we, we dump everything out at the front. Oh, also, by the way, it's like two hours before the whole show starts when we, when we're, by the time we even get to drop this stuff off. Patrick has to come help me get stuff down t- to the table. Scarlett goes to park the car. I go in to set, you know, get the room, I get the room key, throw our bags in there and just start setting up. I'm still setting up like when the VIP thing opens because it's just, it's just taking that long. Scarlett has to park, like go all the way around. It was a nightmare uh, be- just because there's so many people. But again, this is cost of doing business. This is part of it. So, it's it's still worth it, right? But we finally we get through it all, we get settled, get set up, and boom, like the doors kick open and it's 
it's intense. It's intensity, intense cities. I'll tell you that. Friday night, uh, another good thing was that I got we got reunited with our uh, very good friends from Houston, Jeanette and Christy. The goth yoga, uh, Christy's goth yoga booth was right behind mine, and uh, Jeanette was there helping her, Rebel Element uh, uh, herself out there helping, and uh, it was great to see them again, and uh, great to have like a kind of like a support system right behind you, people that could help. You know, we're helping each other back and forth. They helped me out a lot, um, just with or getting people and helping me, you know, because I was running kind of late, but got everything going. And Friday was just nuts, man. Nuts. Very, very busy. Like got to see my man, Tim shouts out to you. Uh, we got to meet so, so many, uh, you know, see, see a lot of people. I got to see my man, Ash. I haven't seen him forever. Shouts out Ash. He comes up to me on Friday, like nothing. Haven't seen him in years. And, uh, so I'm like, you know, you're staying here all weekend, right? Yes. Good. So it's, Frightmare is so busy. It's, it's, it's a, process just to leave your table to go take a leak like kiss kiss at least like 10 12 maybe 15 minutes goodbye because you're having to wade through people get through things get to the bathroom and then do it all the way back and god forbid you got to take the dog out because that's a whole nother mess in itself um but it's it's just the way the way it is man and we had to work with it and we we worked with it well we get friday out of the way it's 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 nuts um we have some people over to the room friday night just kind of hanging out doing our thing and uh, it's um, I, I, okay. I guess I'll say so. The, you know, some friends came over and they brought one of the one of the celebrities came with. So the big draws at Texas Frightmare this year were Scream cast uh, um, re- revival. Uh, re- re- um, what do they call that? God damn it, my brain doesn't work. Uh, reunion. That's the word. Fuck reunion. And then there was the Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three cast reunion, and then all those you know celebrities in of their you know the ones that have the pool like Heather Lanningcamp or whatever she's from Nightmare. She had her own line as well as the group thing. You have Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell has her own line. Sodas Lillard, Sodas Skeet, all uh, separate, and then the whole Scream cast thing together. It, it and all and people are just like going nuts for these things. Not to mention all these other celebrities who are there that people are trying to get, but those are the main ones. So we're in our room and like some people come up, we're hanging out and the, the girl, and I forget her name, please forgive me, but she played the, uh, like the chick with the Mohawk in, um, Nightmare 3. Uh, and she, she just happened to come up to the room and she's like, introduces herself as that. I, I, I played so-and-so in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. And she was very like into talking about everybody's hair. And then like the spirit of everybody's hair and the, 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 it was very like new agey weird and i didn't know what was happening and maybe i was just like yeah oh that sounds good here just smoke this and just kept giving her the pipe to smoke but she was very nice and it was just one of those things where like huh well all right i guess that happened so next day i'm very excited for saturday because guess guess what nick p is coming to meet me reunited and it's good Yes, that's right. Nick P got up. You know, he stayed up all night like he usually does. And uh, he got there ass early. Like he showed up like at eight third nine maybe, but he couldn't find anywhere to park or anything because all the craziness that was happening. Um, but eventually he gets down there, but the, uh, Jeanette goes to help get him. He's got a wagon full of beer with him, four locos. I mean, he's, he's in rare form and we are feeling fine. Um, it was great to see Nick. If you long, you know, you guys listen to the show. He's uh he's there. He had his voodoo password. He was handing it out on business cards to people. It was amazing. Uh, so he's there, and then 
you know, the day is going nuts. It's busy, busy. And who else do I get to see? A wonderful, wonderful light of my life. One, one of the blasts from the past. The wonderful Markeisha has come to visit me with her, her wonderful husband, Chris. And uh, wow, what a reunion. Uh, I love Markeisha so much. It was so great to see her. So great to meet her husband. And uh, then, and we just, it was awesome. And, and the ash came back around. It was like, it was like we were all like, you know, 15 years ago again, like playing or whatever, however long it was ago, playing in the downfall house after shows and having parties. So we all hung out in our room that night, um, just partying, catching up. It was so busy, guys. Saturday was just, sl- I was running out of shit to sell. I was losing my voice. Scarlett was losing her voice. Um, did we stop? No, we still stayed up to like 3 a.m. <laughs> but here's what was funny. Um, you know, Nick, you know, you guys know and love Nick. You've heard me tell a bunch of stories about he and I on the road and how he snores and us having to share beds, this kind of stuff. So I told him to come, you know, I said, come down and meet me, dude. I'm getting you into the show. You can stay in my room, all that shit. So, but in my room, I only have a single bed, like a one king bed, or maybe it was even a queen bed. I don't think it was a king bed. It was a queen bed. That's right. And Nick like has passed out, dude. Like we went, we all went down to do like a lap at one point just to see how the party was going downstairs. And we come back up, Nick's passed out snoring. We try to wake him up. He sits up, barely grabs like a knife and an apple off the nightstand, starts like whittling the apple. And then he falls asleep sitting up like snoring. So I just laid him back down. So we stay, he's just, we're hanging out in the room for at least another couple of hours with people. And he's just sleeping, snoring through the whole thing. And it is amazing. Now, when it's time for us to go to bed, I'm like, okay, well, here we go. Nick's already in bed, dead to the world, sleeping. I get in bed next to him in the middle. Scarlett gets next to me on the other end. And then Boney gets up in the bed in between my legs. So we're like <laughs> all four of us sleeping in this bed. And it was it was like a Three, Sto- uh, three Stooges, uh, you know, like episode. We're all in. We just needed nightcaps and shit. But it was fun. Um, yeah, and I was so tired. I went right to sleep. I didn't even care. You could have thrown three other people in that bed. It wouldn't have mattered to me. But it was good. I mean, that was just like, that's the kind of shit, man. That's the good shit right there. You know, you sleep in a bed with your buddies. It's just awesome. It was just so awesome. And Sunday we get up, you know, and 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 go down ready to face the day. And it's just, it's no, it's no lighter. It's still busy as hell, man. It did, you know, you, some conventions, the Sunday kind of lightens up a little bit. Things start to maybe slow down earlier. Not this place, dude. No way, dude. We were there till the end, till it closed at five. We're still they are just now taking our shit down because people were there, man, doing shit. People were waiting in those lines. So Robert, oh, I forgot to say, Robert England was also there. He was the big, he, you know, he, he's like the grand poobah guest, I guess. Saturday, people were lining up at 4 a.m. to get in his line um, to wait, just to be there because they capped those lines off so quick. You got, you guys have to understand, you you could buy your fucking thing before you get there to these places but it doesn't guarantee a, a, a shit. Like you still have to wait in that line and you're always at the behest of the celebrity because they, they if they want to leave early or they can also be like, no, I'm done exactly at this time. So when this time comes, I'm leaving. So they, the, the staff then is forced to like cap, they have to cap these lines because, you know, they can't just have people, you know, they, they want to try to reduce the amount of people that just are waiting for no reason. And, and without, you know, if they can say like, Hey, if you're past this point, you're not getting in. Like, so they're doing that. Like now the floor opened at 10 for VIP, 10 30 for, 
um, a, a second tier VIP where you only get 30 minutes and then 11 for the general public, like the uh, everybody. 10.30 a.m. before the, the gates are open for everybody, all celebrity lines were capped on Saturday, cut off at 10.30 a.m. Dude, and that's what I'm saying. Those people were waiting for hours. Like Because people were down there waiting from 4 or 5 a.m., the lines were already so long, the place isn't even open yet, and they're having to cap the lines. It was that intense, guys. It was insane, insane. Uh, got to say what's up to my man, Matthew Lillard. Stop by the booth. Say what's up. Shouts out, Lillard. Um, and uh, But other than that, like it was just it was insane, and I love it. T-shirt Joe, got to see my man T-shirt Joe. Shouts out to you. My man and my, my Atomic Cotton buddies, Erica and Zach were there. Love you guys. Uh, my man Drew Marvick was there, came by the booth, hung out. Got one. Of, I got one of his uh, death metal shirts, so I'll be wearing that soon, supporting him. But uh, man, it was just intense. And Sunday, you know, we got we had to say goodbye to everybody, and that sucked. Um, but, you know, I'm sure we'll see everyone again. But we we actually didn't stay at that hotel on Sunday. We, we stayed... Uh, you know, because host hotels can be a little pricey. Uh, we just went right down the street to a La Quinta, you know, a little more humble, a little more uh, our style, you know, modest, if you will. Now, it was an awesome room, actually. The La Quinta that we stayed in was badass because we had a back door, like our, our we were on the first floor and we had a door that led out to like a, a courtyard, like out to directly outside to a courtyard where there was grass and shit, which is awesome because you have a, when you have your dog with you, you can just, you don't have to take them out through the lobby or anything like that. Just walk right out this back door. It, that was amazing. I wish every, I've noticed like when you travel with a dog, it seems like most of the dog, the rooms that they have for dogs are usually on the first floor, which is great. I've, I think there's been a couple of hotels where it's been the third floor in two hotels. And I was like, that's interesting. But however they do it, that room was rad. And uh, I, I'm going to tell you this. I called my shot before we even got there. Um, I was talking to another uh, one of the handlers about, you know, how tight was like, oh, I can't wait. When we're done. He's like, I'm going to take the hottest shower and the, just the water's going to come so hard on me. And uh, and I was like, I'm going to come hard on you. No. Uh, and I was like, dude, I'm going to be in bed. I, I can't wait to get in bed with a sandwich and like a joint. And by 730, I'm just going to be asleep. And will you know it? it I don't. It was pretty damn close to 7.30, and I was out like a light. I was just done, done. And then let me tell you this. Also, by this point, I feel sick as shit. I'm not definitely not feeling well. Neither is Scarlett. We set the alarm for 5 a.m. Like, all right, we're going to try to get up and just get an early start and get going. We'll get home. We'll be fine. I, I kept turning that alarm off, setting it 30 more minutes, 30 more minutes, 30 more minutes. We didn't get up until 10 a.m., 10 a.m., but we needed it. We both felt like shit, like just bad, coughing up shit, heads all congested. Our ears are so stopped up that we're like talking to each other going, what, 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 what? It was bad, but worth like we triumphed, dude. We made it, made it through, you know, Texas Frightmare and those, these three weeks just of not feeling good. So it doesn't matter. 10 a.m. We get a late start, but that's fine. Um, because we didn't leave at 10 a.m. We didn't leave till like almost 11, uh, get on the road and just fucking we're powering emergency and fucking all that stuff. And we've taken Dayquil and just, just driving, man. And, and we did the whole, we traded off a few times and made it back to, to Vegas at 4 a.m. Um, the next morning. So we got back and then just 
it's the last couple of days guys have been like the just no bones days just like trying to recoup trying to get better you know and taking like a fuck ton of vitamins drinking tea doing all this stuff to like clear everything out and mostly just resting and drinking a lot of water i I only drink water um as far as like you know i drink water coffee and beer is what i tell people but you just you can't underestimate that you know you got to drink a fuck ton of water every day keep yourself hydrated but my voice is back i can sing um kind of um and i'm not coughing anymore i feel a lot better uh, and I live to tell the tale. So, you know, here we are, we're back and, and now I'll be ready to go. Cause I only have a couple more days after this comes out, um, before I head to Chicago for days of the dead. And, uh, and that's going to be awesome as well. Another one of my favorite Chicago, my favorite city to go to. So we'll see. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be awesome. But, uh, yeah, that's the wrap up guys. I mean, what a time. Uh, sorry again for, you know, it taking a couple weeks, sorry for a couple weeks off. I promise no more, no more time off for uncle Johnny. I'll be on the stick, keeping the podcast coming out on time. Oh, another cool thing that I did that took up a lot of time, um, over oh, between all these con- uh, conventions, these three weeks was I narrated, uh, Max Booth, Max Booth, the third's new books, Maggot Screaming, which is awesome because it's out. Check out the book. You can, the audio book, of course, I'm, I would love you to check out as well, but, um, Check out the book uh, and the audio book because it's it's a uh, it's a really cool read and you know Max is he's amazing so he's he's a great writer and it was a it was, a, it was an honor to get to to do his book so check that out as well um, yeah but guys that's it so next week I'll be in Chicago hopefully I'll see you out there um, please come come to the booth let's hang out and party I know my man Sam David's gonna be there one of my sons can't wait to see him. And uh, all of my con family will be there. Can't wait to get hugs and give hugs and hug myself, jump back, kiss myself. Um, and uh, it's going to be great. So uh, again, thank you guys for listening. Please check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You could throw a little support, uh, extra support, your Uncle Johnny's way, being on the road, hardcore like this. I really appreciate it. It helps so, so much. Thank you guys. Please go to my website, johnwayneisdead.com to check out all your John Wayne is Dead needs, wants, and desires. You can see my uh, my dates that I have coming up, the shows that I'll be at for the rest of the year, stuff still being added. I'm getting a lot of uh, markets going on over in LA this year, so check those out. Those are getting added now. Um, also, you can uh, go to the John Wayne's Dead shop right there on the page. You can get my books right from me and records and t-shirts and everything. And I'll sign them and send extra stuff to you. But you know you can get my books anywhere you get books from. So any support, I appreciate greatly. And I do not take for granted. Thank you guys so much. Please remember, you can follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And uh, thank you guys for checking out the show. And I will see you next week.